0: Hi, Sentient Future. This is Z from Integrity Radio. I would like to add or maybe ask... um, You included soul into your last segment. And I'm interested in what your definition of soul is, being that it seems to be somewhat of a very subjective term. And how would use of the word soul benefit uh, your trying to explain something specific? In other words, how does the use of the ambiguous word soul help you to explain anything? Thanks.
1: Hey, Integrity Radio. Thanks for the great questions. How do I define the soul And why would I possibly use something so subjective in a worldview that's meant to be grounded, and practical, and actionable? If you want the details of how I look at the soul, I encourage you to listen to episode four. The mind, the body, and the soul are the three focal points when sensing self, the first skill in the sentient worldview. My background is in engineering, and so I'm a very evidence-based person. I fully recognize that science bases its findings on our physiology that everything is really a part of the body, mind and soul included. That said, the mind and the soul are useful constructs to help describe who we are as human and sentient beings. I use the term soul as a compartment for the parts of life that we hold most dear, like morality, gratitude, willpower, empathy, and emotions, like love not to mention our sense of purpose. Now each of these concepts is practical and actionable in its own right, regardless of how we categorize them. We can talk very specifically about our emotions and how we're feeling and identify how other people are feeling and react accordingly. We can express our morality very clearly by explaining to others what we would do in a particularly trying situation. We can exercise gratitude on a daily basis by writing it down, by sharing it. And the evidence of willpower is tenacity, and grit, and work. So why do I even bother categorizing them as part of the soul? Because these parts of life work far better when you're inspired. The idea that you have a soul is inspiring. That you have a life force, or an essence, or a core. So when you think of morality, and emotion, and gratitude, and willpower, and empathy as part of the soul as fundamental to who you are, you not only seek them out and seek to understand them, but you take them seriously. And so while categorizing self into the mind and the body and the soul doesn't have an impact on the parts of life that are worth considering, it makes a profound difference in the effort we put in to consider them. And so if by default, we ignore the parts of our life that are commonly thought to be subjective, like emotion, morality, empathy, gratitude, and willpower, then we do ourselves and others a huge disservice. This is one area where I think the ends do justify the means. So if you look past the categories to the practical and actionable aspects of life worth considering, I hope you find what I've done as a more empowering way to teach intentional living. So if a nod to the possibility of a soul within the sentient worldview convinces even one person to take their morality or their life's purposes seriously, then we've avoided a tragedy. I can't thank you enough for the questions. They were really important to ask, and I think the answer was necessary. Scented Future out.